You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly Bravo podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes every week. And we have another exciting bonus episode with another Bravo celebrity. Lindsay Hubbard from Summerhouse is here to talk all things Bravo, COVID, just life in general, and of course, her relationship with Steven. We are so excited to have Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House on with us. Thank you so much for joining us, Lindsay. Hi, ladies. Thanks for having me. So we we just loved this season, and we love you, and we have so many questions we wanted to talk to you about. But first, we just want to know, how are you doing with quarantine, being in New York City? Like, how are you doing with all this? I mean, it's definitely had its ups and downs and challenges along the way. Um, I started out in the very beginning of quarantine, going to Steven's, my boyfriend's apartment. But, uh, you know, when you're in New York and you, you have these smaller apartments and there's not a lot of space, after like 18 days of just listening to him on phone calls every day for work, I was like, I'm gonna go home now, okay? <laughs> I'll see you on the weekends. So that's pretty much what we've been doing since then. But it's been pretty good, you know, like, I, um, I, a lot of my PR clients went on pause, but then I started this merch line and have been writing my newsletter. So I've been keeping really, really busy. Oh, good. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's a challenge in a new way. You just have to shift what you're doing and find ways to be creative. Yep, exactly. So it can be kind of isolating. Sometimes it's a good thing. Like you mentioned, you, everyone needs their space every now and then, but how are you staying connected with front to friends? Are the Trace Amigos having a lot of Zoom happy hours? How's it? <laughs> yeah, we, um, you know, Carl for the first two months, I mean, I can't even believe like it's gone past two months at this point. That's ridiculous. Um, Carl was in the Hamptons, Danielle was in Brooklyn, and I was here in, in the city. Um, so we probably would FaceTime every, you know, one or two days a week. Um, we would jump on FaceTime with each other. Usually I was cooking in the kitchen, and then Danielle would start cooking because I was cooking, and then, you know, Carl just laughs at us. So uh, <laughs> yeah, FaceTime a lot. We actually did uh, a, a Zoom happy hour with Loverboy a couple of weeks ago, which was so much fun. Um, they had a bunch of fans on there, but I, I got to see not only my friends, but friends from other shows like the Vanderpump crew um, and the Southern Charm guys as well. But I think, yeah, I mean, I just like talk on the phone a lot and FaceTime a lot. 
Speaking of the Southern charm guys, I wish we would have saw more of them on the Summer House episode. I loved, I love when we see crossovers. We don't get that enough. Well, here's what's so funny is I was in Tulum that weekend of Kyle's birthday when the Southern charm guys were in the Hamptons and came out to the house and Austin thought that I was going to be at the house. I'm, I'm probably the closest with Austin and vice versa. Also, he's the closest with me on Summer House. And so he, he texted me and I didn't text back because I'm over here in Tulum on a bachelorette for one of my best friends, lost my phone the night before. I'm just like off the grid completely. And, um, so yeah, so Austin was like, I, I fully expected you to be there and you just weren't and you never responded. I was like, sorry. He's like, yeah, clearly I know now. (laughs) I wish I could have been there too. And just, you know, partied with those guys. They seem like they're a fun crew, those three. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun. You know, it's so funny. Okay, so Craig, whenever he comes to the city, he usually stays at a hotel, like a five-minute walk from my apartment. So he'll come over here, drink rosé with me, sit on my couch like all day, and then we'll convince Austin that he needs to fly to New York. And we actually, one time, Craig and I, from my apartment, convinced Austin he's getting on a plane in like two hours, and we got him to New York that weekend. So they're a lot of fun. You know, we have a lot. We have a lot of fun together. Oh my oh, gosh, that's, that's awesome. awesome! Well, um, we love the summer term, guys, but we also love Stephen, and we love you and Stephen together. We were cheering for you guys from like the second he was on the episode. But I'm sure quarantining, like you mentioned, you're together a lot or you're away. And what's it like doing quarantine in the first year of a relationship? Yeah. I mean, the, the thing about Steven and I is I threw him into challenging situations, or at least our relationship has been in challenging situations from day one. You know, like I, I honestly met him over summer and I was like, okay, well, if you want to be with me, like you're going to film a TV show with me. And then I was, I just kind of threw him to the wolves, um, which he handled it very well. Um, And then we went on this huge European vacation for two weeks, which is just not normal after a month of dating somebody, but you know, it's exciting to get to know somebody in in that way. And then it's like quarantine hit. Right. And then we started a merge line together. So our relationship has just, it's been like, all through these different experiences that most people don't put their relationships through in the first year. So um, I think as far as quarantine, yeah, of course, like, you know, every relationship has its challenges. I think we're at a point now where, you know, we're really comfortable with each other. It's not like, I think that's where I was going. And, you know, we, we had to get really comfortable with each other really quickly. So it's, you know, it's not like someone is scared to say, hey, I have to go to the bathroom, you know, in front of the other person. It's a weird, yeah, moment in like in the beginning, yeah. Yeah, but I do think, you know, like there's some ways that quarantine has brought us together because, you know, you're spending a lot of time with each other and really, really, really getting to know each other on deeper levels. Um, and then there's other ways that it's just been challenging as it is with, I would assume, most relationships, you know, just due to the, the lack of space and, and outside worlds. Yeah. I mean, it, I feel like for anyone, yeah, like you said, relationships are challenging and then the dynamic of a quarantine, because it's either 
you're together 24 seven and living together basically or hanging out all the time. Cause you can't just go out to dinner, watch a movie and then like go on your way. You're either hanging out at someone's house. And so it, it's a, a unique challenge, but um, we're happy to hear that you guys are doing so well. Yeah. And it's, and you know, what's interesting is we have to, we have to challenge ourselves to come up with different date ideas because, because before quarantine, it was like, we, would go to dinners and hang out with friends. And, you know, I would invite him to come to every event with me. And uh, now it's like, you know, it's not really sexy to just be <laughs> in your sweats all day with each other on the weekends. And, you know, I, I think it's really good to, to figure out different date ideas to do inside, whether it's him making me dinner or vice versa or playing board games and just connecting on that kind of level has been nice. Yeah. Oh God. That's so He's cool. so sweet. I like loved him immediately. The minute he was on TV, he did great. Not that he needs feedback on his <laughs> reality TV <laughs> debut, but he just seemed like really kind hearted and he seemed to like center you and like calm you and just, he just seems like a great guy. So I'm totally. really happy for and you. And I loved that he was just very much like, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. You know, when, when shit's hitting the fan in other directions or, you know, Carl's bringing up things that he shouldn't be bringing up at a dinner, it's usually me being like, dude. Um, but yeah, he, he was, he handled everything great. He is just so sweet and like, you know, I like that he's so different than any other guy I've dated. I mean, you you guys have followed my dating life since day one, and it's been a disaster. Like, I just, I had, a, you know, I, I was in this cycle of choosing all the wrong men, and then Steven's just so different, so very different than all the other guys that I've ever dated. Yeah, I love to that he just has, like, a confidence to himself, but not overly confident. Like, when you were asking, what am I? Am I a cougar or you know what and he's like you're my girlfriend and I was like oh my god like that it was just like I love yeah it was so smooth he's such yeah. a I was like you're smooth <laughs> I never knew you were that smooth I yeah I agree it was like oh okay great yeah, yeah. and I like that you know like and I think I even said it in one of my interviews I I love that he's confident enough to, to call me his girlfriend whereas most guys are you know they like to play those games Mm -hmm. and wait for the girl to be like okay you know like what what's our status and like with us it was just easy yeah it, it just it was like that moment I was like oh he he's sticking around this is the guy like he's just so great yeah he's a sweetheart well we love him we hope that we see more of him and we're going to ask you a little bit later a little bit more about the future of Summer House but you mentioned with your business that you, you know a lot of the PR and events are on pause because it's just not a safe responsible thing to do right now and you've adjusted um, your business with the merch line and just your newsletter so how I mean how is your business adjusted with COVID and what type of guidance are you giving your clients right now? Yeah so um it was it was a pretty quick decision to put PR on pause, um, you know, on my clients on my clients' behalf because PR is a luxury service, and if people aren't going to the restaurant, sitting down and dining, why am I promoting that restaurant? Or if people aren't buying the baby strollers because they can't go and stroll around outside, you know. 
I, there's nothing I can do when all of my clients are losing money. I'm going to be the first to go and the last to rehire back. So I was, I was expecting that. Um, I wasn't upset by it. My clients are very loyal, which I've been so blessed throughout the years to have really, really loyal uh, clients. And I have two of them. I have a restaurant here in the city that is bringing me back on for like a June 1st start, hopefully. And then my baby stroller client called Larktail, you guys should check them out. They're awesome. Um, they're coming back July 1st. So it's, it's exciting to, you know, get back in the PR game, but it's been a nice break. I got to be honest, especially with the show being on air and social media sort of blowing up. It was nice to take that three month pause of worrying about clients. And now you get to promote your, like, we are obsessed with your merch line. Is that been a fun, Thank you, Steven, like, was that really a fun project for you? And how did that come about? Yeah. I mean, you know, we, the trailer or the super tease trailer, I guess you could call it for this past season came out in November at BravoCon. So that line that I said to Carl <laughs> at the dinner in that orange shirt actually was in the trailer. So people have been hearing it over and over and over since November. And Steven finally was like, you know, that's a really good line. You should you know, put it on some t-shirts and sweaters and et cetera and, and sell it. And I was like, oh my God, that's a great idea. So we had been working on it and thinking about it. Um, we had a different guy helping us and then that guy got busy and quarantine hit and there was a lot of you know, sort of setbacks for us, but then finally we were able to launch it. And I think timing wise, launching it during quarantine, that phrase don't activate me took on a life of its own. And so many times I have DMS from different people. Like this woman is, is saying, she's like, Oh, my neighbor came at me. And I was like, don't activate me. <laughs> and I was like, go girl, go. And then I have a lot of moms who reached out to me saying, I said that to my three-year-old toddler. Do you think that's fine? I'm like, totally fine. And then of course, a lot of wives that say that, you know, don't activate me to their husbands. So I think it really did take on a life of its own during quarantine, which was great. And it's been pretty successful. I mean, as of yesterday, yesterday was a month ago that we launched it. And I mean, I never, ever expected it to to blow up the way that it did. I really did not. I was like, sure, let's just sell some stuff and see what happens. <laughs> I like want, I want it all over my house. I feel like it's been my phrase during quarantine. Like my kids, my husband, even my, my boss at times, I'm like, don't activate me. We're, we're getting close. Like it is just, it's such a great line. We memed it and it blew up. Everybody was, everyone relates to it, whether you're married, single, like it's right. just, you can relate to it. Totally. And like, you know, I talk to my therapist all the time and I was telling her, I was catching up with her the other, or the other week and I was like, yeah, I started a merch line called Don't Activate Me. I think, you know, it's kind of like, don't trigger me, but it's a, it's a nicer word than trigger and an <laughs> exciting, more exciting word. So I think that's like a big part of why people really love it. <laughs> And kudos to you for doing kids a onesie because I feel like so many Bravo um, lebs and people don't think about the moms and baby clothes and kids clothes. Like, of course we want to put that shit on our kid. No one else yeah. may get it, but we do. And it's fun baby gifts. So you're so smart for being one step ahead on that. 
Totally. And, and I am at an age right now, I'm a little bit behind my friends, but a lot of my friends, you know, have recently got married and are having little babies. And, you know, it's, it's fun to be able to even just do that for my friends who are moms and let alone all the moms, you know, around the country, because it's, you know, when a baby gets activated, it could mean a million different things. You know, they're either pooping their pants or crying hysterically or, you know, need to be fed. So you're ready. And when that time comes, I think you're ready. <laughs> you, you know it. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. You've been on Summer House since the beginning. What's the hardest part about sharing your life with the public? Um, you know, I think it's changed over the seasons, right? And especially as the show is getting bigger and more eyeballs are on us. Um, I would say, you know, the hardest thing about sharing my life is, you know, there's there are times, um, you know, when I'm dating somebody and it's it's challenging, you know, like season one, I had a lot of challenges in my relationship with Everett and you know, and then it's like, then Steven comes this season and we were great, but the challenge was like, you know, if we want to hook up, like sometimes you forget that the cameras are there and that's something that I'm just like, ah, you know, I really wish I could keep that as, you know, something sacred between us. But when you're drunk and <laughs> things happen and it's your boyfriend and you're like, oh, well, that happened. So I, I would say like sharing, you know, romantic, intimate, physical side is probably the hardest um, to deal with because you just, I don't know, you never want people, it's uncomfortable. Like his parents are watching and I, I'm like, oh God, this is no. And then his mom's like calling me. Yeah, I watched. And I was like, did, did you watch the whole thing? <laughs> Um, but I did tell my dad not to watch this season because I had a feeling there was uh, a lot of love making happening on camera with me. So, well, and the producers don't shy away from it. Like, I mean, they, we see that when they show the little squares and <laughs> they should oh, zoom no. in on that stuff and the volume of the, um, enjoyment, <laughs> they'd like to turn that up too. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. That's that's really awkward. It's not a detail. Most that's not a get to know you detail that most people would see when you meet someone. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, what also like really bothers me is, um, when there are cyber bullies on Instagram or, you know, like I, I think uh, this season specifically, a lot of the girls got really nasty messages. Um, and, you know, some of them got death threats, which is crazy to me. Like, this is a TV show, guys. It's not that serious, you know? And it's like a TV show about having fun in the Hamptons. Yes, we have drama. We're a normal group of friends. No need to go threatening people's lives. Um, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of times, like, even now, some some girls will just be like, like, this girl the other day DM'd me, and she she was like, you're so annoying. And I was like, Oh my God, thank you so much. You're so nice. And she was like, I was like, did you, she's like, you're welcome. And I was like, did you say that just to see if I would respond? And she's like, actually, yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I just wanted to see if you're going to respond. It's like, don't be mean. Like I could just never imagine DMing 
anybody or even like a celebrity or like a Bravo person just saying something mean, like just don't say it at all then or unfollow me, you know? That's crazy. It like amazes us just like how worked up people get about some of the stuff. Like at the end of the day, it's a reality show. These people are sharing their lives. No one's perfect. But also like we don't know all you guys on here, like we're seeing bits and pieces of it. So who are we to judge what, you know, one fourth of what is actually being shown? Right. Totally. And like, you know, with Carl, for instance, people really took my side on that whole issue with me and him, which is understandable, right? Even he understands yeah. you know, that, but there's no argument there. Yeah, there's no <laughs> argument there, but you know, a lot of people were just sending both of us really nasty DMs about Carl. Like they would send them to him and to me. And I finally just put up an Instagram post and I was like, guys, we worked through these issues. You have to remember we filmed this show eight months ago and you guys are just now seeing it eight months later. We've worked through these issues. Just keep watching. You'll see that happen on camera and relax. Like this is a, a friendship between me and him. Like, thank you for your support, but chill. <laughs> I guess so that would, that's probably the second thing I would say yeah. is, is difficult dealing with the show. But other than that, I feel like most people are positive, but there's probably that, you know, 10% of negative Nancy's out there. At least, you know, everyone's watching, even if it's negative, you're like, well, yeah. you're, you're helping me with my ratings. Yeah, exactly. Keep on watching people. <laughs> What's the biggest misconception about you? Cause I feel like as we were joking about the don't activate me line and it, you like were smart and capitalized on that and made it light and fun. But what's the biggest misconception about you? I can see people thinking that you might be like that all the time or what do you, what's, what do you, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I would say a lot of people, I think, would, I, I think they would be, I, a lot of people, I think, are scared of me, you know, like, even, like, girls that come into the house, like, new, you know, it's their, they're like, oh, God, Lindsay, but at the end of the day, I am, like, a really sweet, fun-loving person, I get emotional and animated at times, um, but, like, I'm, I'm actually, like, a really good friend, and, um, you know, once people realize that they're like, oh, okay, wow. You know, like she just, she just has her moments, you know, but what would there, there wouldn't be a season if I didn't have a moment every now and then. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I'm not scary at all. I'm just direct, you know, and that doesn't make me scary. I think it's scarier when people are not direct and talk behind other people's backs. I think that is scary. No, I think you're right. I appreciate your candidness and your candor and you just kind of say what's on your mind and you just hide around behind the bullshit. There's been so many instances this, this season where you're like, okay, I'm done. We're not going to talk about it behind each other's back. I'm going to just address it with you. And I, yeah. I commend you on that. I mean, I, you want friends like that. Totally. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, the, the talking behind backs, just, I don't know. It's never been my thing ever in life. And I'm also just, not really a judgmental person unless I have really strong feelings about an issue or another. So, um, you know, I don't like judgy people either, but yeah, I don't know. I would, I, what do you guys think? I think this, I think you nailed it with the scary. I think, 
Um, I could see how a lot of people could think, I don't want to use the word aggressive because that's, you're, you're not aggressive, but because you're not afraid to be vocal and you do right. be passionate in the moment, I could see people thinking that, oh my God, Lindsay's like activated again. Like, Ooh. Right. but I'm just like, guys, that's fine. It's fine. You're seeing one moment in time. Who knows how you'd react? I probably would be the same way. So, right. Yeah. And then you add some booze in there. This year, yeah, everyone's getting activated at some point. We love, love the show. And speaking of booze, we're dying to know, how do you all drink so much? How do you kick, manage to kick people out of the house when you have parties? Like, what's, what's the secret? Because we never see you hungover, rarely, or they don't show the footage at least. But how do you all drink so much? Honestly, I don't know. I I wonder the same thing. I also watch it back and I'm like, no, Lindsay, no. Or like, go put makeup on. What are you doing? Like, this this is not okay, Lindsay. You look like, I. there was one specific scene where I was talking to Danielle in the morning. I think it was like 4th of July weekend. And I had like no makeup on. It was very clear. I had just opened my eyes and the cameras were there. And they're like, we're filming now. And I was like, no, you know, so you try to, we pretty much know the cameras are going to roll up around 11 a.m. on a Saturday or Sunday morning. So I try to just do my best to wake up, take a shower, get my coffee, you know, get some makeup on and look presentable before they get there. And on the inside, I'm like dying, you know, like dying a slow death of being hungover. You guys never show it. I, I, me, if that were me on TV, I would be near the toilet probably three fourths of the time that I would be filming because that's how I would get with the amount of partying you guys do, but it doesn't show. Yeah. I don't know how we do it. It's weird. I, 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 you know, I don't stay out that late. Like I sometimes like people stay out really late. I, I usually would send myself home if I wanted to like wake up a little bit earlier. I like to pick people out early too. Like, I feel like a lot of times when you guys have like your all day parties, like they're usually out by nine. And like, I'm like you, that's like my key to not feeling like death. Like if I can get to bed before midnight, I'm good. But like sometimes you have parties, people linger. I don't, uh, do you just kick them out or production help or do people know like it's just time to go? We, yeah, they definitely linger. And, and it's usually like, I'm always like, oh, can these people just leave? But you know, I want to clean up while I'm still drunk and, you know, like take it easy. Um, it's us. Like, we're like, all right guys, you know, got to Got to keep it moving. You know, it's time for you to go. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's definitely, I think more us, you know, but if, if they are really lingering and productions like, dude, we got to wrap up you guys, then, you know, it's like definitely get them out quickly. How do you guys plan your parties are epic. Like I, my husband made a joke watching Kyle's party this, this past season. He's like, I want that for my next party. He's like, <laughs> I want, I want this for my, um, the frat toga party. Yes. Well, he's, we're married to frat boys. So of course they like eat that shit up. Um, right. but do you guys plan ahead of time for these parties or we never see the planning part, which as girls, of course we love, but I've always so impressed by how, how you guys go all out for these parties and you don't cut corners and they just seem epic. You know, my favorite party, um, this past season was the Labor Day party, which we threw a rave. 
I had so much fun. I love, I just like love dressing up and getting in theme and, and I always do a pretty good job at, at, you know, making sure I'm on theme for all of our, our parties. Um, but I gotta be honest, setting that up took so long. It was so aggressive that setup. Like we, we had to like build out these huge, you know, cardboard giant mushrooms and like put them in the, the yard. And like, it felt, it honestly felt impossible. And I didn't think we were going to get everything done in time. I don't know how we did that. Um, also the Christmas in July party season three, like that was just, I hated setting up for that. You know, like I love Christmas during Christmas time. I get a tree every year, but decorating an entire house as if it's Christmas time and you have like one day to do it is not, not easy. But I mean, the themes we sort of just we kind of, we know, we know the staples, right? Like we know we're going to have 4th of July, which that's a 4th of July, you know, Independence Day, America, go America theme. We know that Kyle's birthday is usually sort of that mid, that mid season party. He, and it's either, we kind of switch on and off of like who, I mean, I guess we both had one this year, but you know, that's, you always know that there's going to be a theme around like early August whether it's his birthday or mine, and then, you know, Labor Day. So we, we obviously know the pillars of, of what parties we're going to be throwing, and, and we just start thinking early on, you know, what kind of themes we want. That's awesome. Well, we're hoping that we get to see more parties this summer. Do you, can you share any updates with us? Are we going to be able to get another season? Are you guys planning? I know COVID obviously adds a lot of um, Yeah. That. COVID adds a lot of uncertainty um, and we just don't know. I mean, we, I mean, we're just hoping here in New York to, to get out of lockdown by June 13th, uh, which is in another two weeks. So I don't know if that's going to be extended again. We don't know, like we're sort of just waiting on, you know, to see what the federal mandates are and, and the New York mandates are and, and see what happens. So I hope so. I think it would be fun. It'd be nice to see my friends again um, and hang out with them if I can, but we just don't know yet. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. We loved having you. Where can people sign up for your newsletter and find your merch? How can they find all that? Yes. Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Lynn's Hubs, L-I-N-D-S, Hubs. And um, you, if you click on the link in my bio, it'll bring you to my newsletter. It'll bring you to my shop. Um, and then I also started an Instagram account for my merch line. It's at Shop Hubs. Love it. Well, thank you again for coming. Thanks for having me. I have the world's biggest girl crush now on Lindsay. What do you think? I mean, move aside Kristen Cavallari. Like that used to be not my top. Uh, and then we have a friend who actually is probably going to message me because it is her top. But like, I don't, I'm obsessed with Lindsay. I want to be her best friend. I love everything about her. I don't, maybe we just get her in a way that other people don't, but I, I just, I love her. I, she's so much fun, you guys. And it was such an easy conversation. We had never spoken to her before this 
and it was very natural. Like it didn't feel weird. We, it wasn't intimate. She's not intimidating. She's super friendly. So it was super, super fun. And if you like hearing these type of interviews as much as we like doing them, please, please, please don't forget to leave us a quick five-star review or a five-star rating. We've received a few of them. Sarah, thank you so much. We saw that and we love it and we love you. We'll give you a shout out on our podcast. It means the world and makes a difference and allows us to get more Bravo Labs on the podcast. And if you aren't already, follow us on Instagram and we will catch you soon. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.